0: Welcome into Lockdown Blackhawks. Today is Friday, June 26, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman, tuning in for the 161st episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Be sure to subscribe to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc., you'll be able to get the latest episode of Lockdown Blackhawks as soon as it comes out each day, so make sure to go do that. Also, Please go follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O underscore Blackhawks, as some good stuff will be posted there daily as well. By the way, today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. Make sure to check it out and tell them the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. All right, today we're going to start off with a topic that we've been talking about a lot lately which is the NHL's hub cities for the potential 2014 postseason. It feels like every episode I keep saying that we're closing in on a decision from the league, yet here we are again with another holdup on our hands. We're now just one month away until the playoffs are set to take place, and there are still a few major steps need to be made before that's all a guarantee, with one of those steps being determining which two cities are the safest for the teams to settle in. The latest news regarding that subject broke on Thursday night, which was that Vancouver has pulled out of the race for being one of the NHL's hub cities due to problematic conversations with provincial health authorities in British Columbia, and now the league's focus has shifted towards Edmonton and Toronto, while Chicago and Los Angeles are on standby if a Canadian city isn't an option. According to TSN's Pierre Lebrun, Edmonton has now slid in as the Canadian favorite, along with the American favorite of Las Vegas, which if you listened to yesterday's episode, I talked about how Edmonton is actually one of the safest cities in North America right now, and would be a solid choice if Vancouver falls out. LeBron also mentioned how the league is currently looking at Edmonton and Toronto over Chicago and Los Angeles, because they would prefer to have one hub city be in Canada, which I am glad to hear. I've said a couple different times on this podcast how I think that splitting the hub cities between the United States and Canada would make for the best environment, so I was really happy to hear that they are going in that direction. There were also reports that while the provincial health authorities in BC wouldn't sign off on allowing Vancouver to host the postseason, the health authorities in Alberta have given Edmonton the green light, and same with the government in Toronto, so now it sounds like it's just a matter of which Canadian city the league and the players prefer. LeBron concluded his video segment by saying that he expects the league to make a decision by Monday or Tuesday of next week, with a few more minor details still needing to be ironed out over the weekend. So there you have it. It sure sounds like the NHL's potential 2014 postseason will have one conference in Las Vegas and another in either Edmonton or Toronto. And it now sounds like Chicago is officially out of the race, but this whole process with Canada has been long and complex, so who knows what's going to happen next. I still feel it's necessary to put out there that obviously this whole return to play plan isn't set in stone just yet, and we actually heard some outbursts from players and coaches on Thursday afternoon about the complications with the 2014 postseason that's set to occur in a little over a month from now. Montreal Canadiens goaltender Carey Price spoke out on Thursday about his issues with this idea in an interview with The Athletic, saying, quote, I would tell you that I probably wouldn't be comfortable voting to play at this particular time, close quote. Price was also asked about his plans on returning to Montreal for Phase 3 training camp, to which he responded, quote, I would like to have a few more answers to some questions. Now, this isn't the first time we've heard a player state their case against returning so soon, and with all this news coming out in basketball and baseball about players testing positive right now, it's hard to be optimistic that all of this is going to happen on a set date. NHL training camps are set to open in just two weeks, and right now, there's a gigantic second surge of COVID-19 going on in states that have reopened too early, so I completely understand the players' problems with all of this. If I were in their shoes, I'd be hesitant about this too, especially with what happened down in Tampa Bay just one week ago. We've seen that happen, we've seen a few baseball camps shut down, multiple NBA players are testing positive almost daily it seems. Hell, even PGA players and their caddies are testing positive right now. The fact of the matter is, there is a clear risk with returning to play at the moment. It's all going to come down to whether or not the players feel safe enough, and in my opinion, if the vote were to happen today, I'm not too sure the majority would be to play hockey. In addition to Carey Price speaking out about his problems with the potential 2014 postseason, Pierre LeBron also reported on Thursday that a handful of NHL coaches are, re- are considering not rejoining their team for phase three or phase four, with Dallas Stars head coach Rick Bonus and Montreal Canadiens head coach Claude Julien speaking openly about it. But first, I need to talk about RockAuto.com, the best place to shop for all your auto and body needs. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. Visit RockAuto.com and tell them the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. That's rockauto.com for an amazing selection and reliably low prices. Listen, we've all had our share of car problems in the past. How much easier is it when you have an auto and body shop that you can rely on? Well, rockauto.com has your back for all the car parts you'll ever need in any situation. One more time, check out rockauto.com for reliably low prices and an amazing selection, and make sure to let them know the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. rockauto.com, an auto and body shop that you can trust for reliably low prices. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page, at Jack Bushman2, and my Blackhawks Twitter page, at Talkin' Hockey. That's capital T-A-L-K-I-N, capital H-A-W-K-E-Y, for all the latest Blackhawks news. Also... Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked on Blackhawks for free wherever you listen to your podcasts and also on Twitter to get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each day. Okay, so we just wrapped up talking about Carey Price, speaking out about the problems with returning to hockey so soon. Now let's move on to our next topic, which is some NHL coaches considering not rejoining their teams for both Phase 3 and Phase 4 of the return to play plan, as reported by TSN's Pierre LeBron. Phase 3 of the return to play is currently set to kick in on July 10th when formal training camps are expected to begin. Not having your head coach for Phase 3 would be a tremendous disadvantage, but not having your head coach for Phase 4 would be a much bigger issue. For those that don't know, Phase 4 is when the 2014 postseason officially begins, so not only do we have coaches talking about not wanting to rejoin their teams when training camps open in a few weeks, but potentially for the entire postseason. This would put the league in a really tough position because obviously they have to think of the coaches' safety first here. There are a handful of coaches in the NHL that are over 60 years old, two of them being Stars coach Rick Bonus and Montreal Canadiens coach Claude Julien, who have publicly stated their issues with joining their teams. And they're part of the age group that gets the worst from this virus, so if they don't feel comfortable with being behind the bench, it's not like the league can force them to do so or anything. Former Blackhawks coach Joel Quenville is now 61 years old, which is kind of crazy to think about, and he's actually one of the fewer older coaches that has confirmed that they do plan to rejoin their team, but it's scary to think that COVID-19 could really hurt someone like Coach Q if there is another outburst at a training camp or something along those lines. Every day, there just seems to be someone else coming out and saying why they have an issue with returning to hockey so soon, and you know the league is 100% hearing about these issues, yet they still plan to continue on with their set dates, but it just seems like that's going to be a problem unless things get significantly better in the next couple weeks or something. And that doesn't seem too likely with huge second surges currently thrashing the United States, So with all of this going on, it's hard to be positive about the NHL postseason being played on time, especially because the potential risk just doesn't seem to be worth the reward to me. Could you imagine the outlash if like two weeks into the postseason, a bunch of players from different teams have players test positive? Or even worse, some of the older coaches test positive? Not only would that be a horrible lick for the NHL, but it would also cause a huge rift between the NHLPA and the league, as there have been public concerns from both players and coaches about this return. This would also either put an awkward halt on the postseason or the other option would be to continue on without some of your players, which would just be wrong in my opinion. There are just so many potential problems that come with playing right now and hopefully things get better in the next two weeks or so, but if they don't, I'm not so sure sure we'll be seeing a conclusion to the 2019-20 NHL season. Okay, now it's time to move on to our third and final segment of today's episode, which is 22-year-old forward Alex Dobrynka's 2019-20 regular season recap. But first, I need to talk to you about Bilt Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Bilt Bar comes in a variety of different chocolate nut or nut-free flavors, such as salted chocolate caramel, banana chocolate cream, and double chocolate mousse, all of which are completely covered in 100% real chocolate. Bilt Bars are tremendously tasty and also health conscious, so you can enjoy a delicious snack while also staying fit. All of the bars are 170 calories or less, high in protein, and high in fiber. What more could you want from a protein bar that tastes like candy? Bilt Bar is also currently offering an insane discount deal with up to 50% off on everything due to an inventory closeout, so make sure to go to BiltBar.com to take advantage of that right now. Another awesome thing about Bilt is that they are now donating 100% of their profits to organizations that support education, poverty, equality, and ending hate and racism. So not only is Bilt a terrific-tasting and healthy protein bar, but they are also donating all of their profits to a tremendous cause. So make sure to go to BiltBar.com today to get a health-conscious snack option and help be part of the solution. I am Jack Bushman, your host of the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. You can reach me on Twitter at Jack Bushman2 or at Talkin' Hockey, or you can also email the Lockdown Blackhawks email, which is lockdownblackhawks at gmail.com, for any questions regarding the show that you want answered on Mailbag Monday. Thank you again for tuning into Friday, June 26th episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. We've already talked about Vancouver dropping out of the Hub City race, and Carey Price and a few NHL coaches speaking out about their issues with the potential 2014 postseason, but now it's time to move on to our new daily segment, Regular Season Recap, where I recap one Blackhawks player's regular season just as a bit of a refresher on how their year went before the Hawks are hopefully going to take on the Edmonton Oilers in the best of five play-in series in just about a month. Today's feature on our regular season recap segment is young forward Alex DeBrinkett who didn't quite have the season he was hoping for in his third NHL campaign. After a strong rookie year in which Dabrinka tallied 28 goals and played in all 82 games for the Blackhawks, the Cat followed that up with 41 goals and 76 points in 82 games as a 21-year-old in 2018-19, really stepping onto the scene and forcing his name into the group of elite goal scorers in the NHL. 2019-20 was a whole different story for Dabrinkit, though, as he saw his 18.6 shooting percentage from the previous year fall to a mere 8.7%, which led to a career-low 18 goals, 10 fewer than his previous low. Dabrinkit also saw his points-per-game average fall from .92 to .64, while averaging nearly the same amount of ice time per game, so it was just a real tough go of things for him this year. One positive takeaway, though, was that the Cat did lead the team in power play goals with 10, but the Blackhawks' power play as a whole was a disaster for the entire season, and Dabrinkit and Kane really struggled to find that chemistry with the man advantage that they had in the second half of the 2018-19 season. As always, Dabrinkit remained disciplined while on the ice, as for the second consecutive year he finished with 15 penalty minutes, with 5 of those coming in an impressive fight against Samuel Girard of the Colorado Avalanche. So, he really took just 5 minor penalties in 70 games of play which is exactly what you want out of your team's top goal scorer. You want him on the ice as much as possible, and one way to do that is by staying out of the penalty box. Taking a quick look here at DeBrinckit's possession numbers, they were actually still pretty solid as they have been throughout his short career, with his course he's still over the 50% mark, so he was still playing some decent hockey on both sides of the puck, but maybe just not getting the same puck luck that he did in the year prior. Dabrinkit did go without a hat-trick for the first time in his professional career, and he had only two games with multiple goals this season, both coming in a seven-game span from February 21st against the Nashville Predators to March 5th against the Edmonton Oilers. As for the lines, Dabrinkit was thrown up and down the lineup this season and never really saw consistent ice time with anyone, even his good buddy Dylan Strom. But if I were Jeremy Colleton, I would quit all the messing around and throw Brinkett on the second line with Patrick Kane and Dylan Strome for the potential best of five playing series versus the Oilers. We've seen enough of the toying with the Lions, and it clearly didn't work this year. Throw your big guns together because, in order to do anything in the playoffs, those guys are going to have to be at their best, especially to keep up with the potent offense led by Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl. So, Hopefully, Dabrinkit got his mind right during these couple of months off and through that struggle of a regular season in the trash because the Blackhawks really need him to return to the lethal goal scorer that he was a season ago to do any real damage in the 2020 postseason. All right, so I think that is going to wrap up Alex Dabrinkit's regular season recap and also Friday, June 26th episode of Locked on Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Blackhawks as soon as it's out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast for all the latest news about a potential return to hockey in the next month or so. As always, following a Friday, the next episode of Lockdown Blackhawks is Mailbag Monday, so don't forget to hit me on Twitter at my personal account at JackBushman2 or my Blackhawks account at Hockey for any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Or you can also email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. I really enjoy this segment, guys, so please... If you have anything at all that you want to ask, be sure to do so. It's always fun interacting with all you listeners out there. All right, so thank you again for listening to Friday's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Until next time, please enjoy your weekend responsibly.